what what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound God forbid how shall we who are dead to sin live any longer therein know you not that so many of us who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we should live and walk in newness of life the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the very presence of my enemies. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. How long, saints? How long, saints? How long, saints? Put your hands together and praise him because that's your destiny. That's our, that's our direction. The one reason why we keep going up and down, over and around, in and out, the reason why we keep succeeding, failing, succeeding, failing, succeeding, failing, succeeding, failing, only one reason why we're in that cycle of yay and nay, yay and nay. I love him, I don't love him. I want him, I don't want him. I want to do it, I don't want to do it. It's because of this. We didn't die. Believers are in a conflict today. Do I speak up or do I shut up? Do I take a sip or don't I? Do I go over her house or don't I? Do I speak the truth or do I stay comfortable and tell the lie? Do I stand up for what is right or do I remain comfortable and keep silent? This war between the flesh and the spirit is one that every believer has to deal with. This past week, God gave us mighty deliverance. If you know that, put your hands together and give him praise. And he will continue to. But there's something we need to understand today. And I, I, I have this instrument before you today because it's something you must understand. Something Satan doesn't want you to know. 
That if you make a choice, and by the way, before Christ, we didn't have a choice. Before Christ came, we were slaves to the flesh. Have you ever, have you ever been caught needing to do something you know is wrong, don't want to do, but you got to do it, so you do it anyway? Have you ever had that experience? Raise your hand and look around. It is amazing, isn't it? The reason why we have not won that battle, the only reason why you and I have not won it is because of this. I love the serious look on your face because I didn't think I could ever bring a casket in this house with a, with, with a body in it. Let's see if they put in here what I asked them to. Oh, Jesus. Okay. The reason why there's a look on your face like it is because every time you see this all of your life, anytime you've seen this, what's the one thing that comes to your mind? Tell your neighbor, what's the thing that comes to your mind? Did you not know that this is a major part of the scripture? And when we, it's a, it is a choice. Today, in the name of Jesus, there are those of you who have been living in that abyss. You've been living in that valley. Living between what you know is good and you know is right. And yet doing that which some of you, the thing that you hate, the Apostle Paul said, man, the thing I hate, I find myself, when I go to do right, I found there was a law working in me, resisting, wanting to embrace the thing that I, I detest. One of the greatest battles today in America is the, is the, uh, the battle for self image how we see ourselves I want to tell you today that the Lord Jesus Christ has come to show you your true identity it's beyond gender tap your neighbor and God never makes a birth mistake. <laughs> the identity that you need. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 6, chapter 3, or don't you know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death. We've been baptized into his death. What a horrible death it was. Few ever want to think about it, let alone read about it, because when you look at the details, it makes your skin curl. It, it causes you to cringe that, that, that you could learn to treat a person with such brutality and cruelty for the longest period possible, keeping you alive to suffer the greatest depth of suffering you could. Something hellish, demonic about that. And yet the Bible says, the word of the Lord says that we were all baptized into his death. 
an amazing verse. Don't you know that all of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death so that as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also now must walk in newness of life. It's amazing when you look at the scripture because the scripture says unless you're willing to go here you won't get the walk that he, that, he, that he declares in newness of life you can't have listen tell your neighbor everybody want to go to heaven tell them everybody want to go to heaven now tell them but don't nobody want to die these brothers and sisters who are coming in just a moment have made a decision and that decision is, it's a powerful one. When you recognize that there's nothing good in your flesh, in the flesh principle, there's nothing good in the flesh principle at all. Now God has made, fearfully and wonderfully made you. But once sin enters your life, and by the way, sin didn't come into your life at some time in your teens. The Bible teaches that sin comes in our birth. They were singing about it, about that DNA. We're all born with that negative DNA. You don't believe it? How many of you have little children? Raise your hand if you have. Raise your hand if you have a little child. There's one, two, three, four. Five. Oh, that's. Oh my God. Okay. Nobody has to teach your child to do evil because it's just in him. But every person, though born in sin, as the Bible says. You, have a, you come to a choice and that choice is whether you will. For everybody that comes to Jesus Christ, they have to voluntarily come here. And nobody has the right to kill them except the enemy of your soul to take your, your absolute life. But everyone who comes to Christ has to make a choice to do this. It's no longer I that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. In the life I live now in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. I, I have a new life and I'm trusting Him. I'm trusting Him. He will live this life in me or through me. Those who are going to go into baptism in just a minute, they have to, they have to submit themselves to the person who is, who's baptizing them. Now, if they don't do that, they got problems. I've often said, Lord Jesus, if you could give me permission and not call it murder, I would hold them down about five or six minutes. Absent from the body. Present with the Lord. So obviously this is not about you just 
getting saved. The Lord wants, he wants you and I to walk in the newness of life because that newness of life is the testimony of Jesus Christ. To walk in the newness of life is to show everybody around you who Jesus is and what he's done. To walk in newness of life is to have a new light of understanding, a new desire, a switch and a change of direction, of thinking, a, a flip in my desire for what is right and what is good and what pleases God because it's love that motivates me when I saw how he died for me. It's love that said, Lord, I don't want to live this way anymore. Until you get there, you're not, until you're willing to come here, you're not ready for the life of Christ. God bless you and God keep you and may God's grace be upon you that you do not die in your sins. That is a decision you have to make. If you decide, okay, Lord, I see, I see the mess I'm in, then you understand you can't get out of it on your own. You understand that you can't deliver yourself. The sentence has already been passed on our sinful nature. The word is krinos, judgment. It means condemnation. And Jesus says, but there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Those who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. There might be some of you today that are sick and tired of the life you've been living. You heard the gospel so many times, you could quote it. But live it, eh. You still may be a slave to your own appetites. You might still be a slave to your own lifestyle. You might be a slave to your own beauty. You might be a slave to your own mind. It's a terrible thing. When you, 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 when you believe your mind is right and it's wrong. It's a, it's a, have you ever seen anybody, somebody who's, who's physically not that attractive, but they really believe they are the baddest thing walking on two legs? Have you ever seen people, I mean, they like, cut it, come in, hey, 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 but they like, it's like folk who have bad breath. They don't, nobody knows, everybody knows it but them. When a person lives their life in sin, away from Jesus Christ, attached on their own, independent, making all their own decisions like they want to make them, with no accountability to the one who created them, the one that holds breath in their body. Your heavenly Father keeps the breath in your body even when you hate him. Your heavenly Father keeps you from, from, from five feet of death every time you travel down the highway. Your heavenly Father keeps you through every situation because he loves you even though you can't stand him. Even though your ways are, are totally against him. And because your ways are against him, you are just like the person who rammed the spear in his heart. That heart broke open in blood and water, came out of that womb for you. Because, in fact, they tell us when, when that occurs, blood and water, the, actually the heart burst. 
You think about what he was holding on, on the cross, what he had in his heart. He had you and I in his heart. That's why I look at him and say, Father, they don't know what they're doing. They don't even know what they're doing. The awareness comes to your life that you can't live your life the way you want to live it, how you've been living it, and have peace and righteousness at the same time. You just can't. So I know my, one of my friends, they said, well, you know, I know I ain't doing that good. I ain't got that much peace. But if I just keep smoking, I, I can have temporary peace. Y'all know, y'all know the drill, right? <laughs> Wouldn't know, hadn't been there. Some of y'all know the drill, right? Pour me another. Pour me another. Pour me another. And you can drink until you are sick. I've seen folk get drunk and throw up and go back for more. Slave to their appetites. I got to go. Slave to your appetites. Then I tell you, the, the worst ones, though, the worst ones are the ones that come to church. Lord, help me, please. They come to church. And, 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 and they sing that song. It's just, whoo, thank you. It's relief for a moment. Preach the message. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go right back home. Right back into that horrible environment. Right back to those terrible relationships. Right back to that pathway, they know instinctively there's an end. They're just hoping that the end gets prolonged. So they, they stay in that pathway. This, this is for you today. That's for you. Got your name right on there, right there. Why? Why? What, because if you voluntarily do this, God will give you life forevermore. If you voluntarily say, I'm going to die my, to my idea of what it's supposed to be. I'm going to die to the way I want it. I'm going to die to the things that have been destroying me. And by the way, you don't have the power to lose yourself. So when you come to Jesus, you're saying, you're the only one that can set me free. And he said, I'll set you free, but you've got to die. I wonder, there might be some of y'all sitting here today, today that fits that description. I had some folks in a detox last weekend. They already been there. They already went there. The truth came in such a way they said, okay, I, I surrender. They said, just open it up, put me in. <laughs> today, when we baptize them, they rise out of the water into a new life. <laughs> oh, their problems won't be over. Excuse me, some of them, for some of them, their problems would just begin. But they are a new person, a new power, a new direction. So whatever they're facing, they're cool because they know I've already been here, I'm out, I ain't never going back, I'm never going to die again. If I'm ever absent from the body, guess what? I'm going to be where, where? Present with the Lord. They can 
they can agree to be against the world. If the world is against truth, then I'm against the world. Lift your hands and say, if the world is against truth, come on, if the whole world is against truth, then I am against the world. This is where we are, church. This is where we are, body of Christ. That's why some people need to come and surrender to Jesus and die that death once and for all to yourself, to your flesh, to your habit, to your, the, the master that chains you. I, I don't know if you know it or not, but Satan hates the very air you breathe, hates the very ground you walk upon, and has one mission in your life, to kill you, to steal from you, to steal from you, to kill you, and forever destroy you. But today, you can change your mind. Captain him say, nobody can change your mind for you. You have to, you have to make this decision yourself. I have some that I want just to, to, to testify before you, just be, before, we, before we do obedience to Jesus Christ. It is the Lord Jesus that said, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, confess with your mouth and be baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And that word saved, uh, unfortunately, we need, to un we need to unpack that statement more and more because it, it, it means more than just a, a, a fire suit escaping from hell. It means a whole lot more than that. It does mean that, but a whole lot more than that. You shall be saved. Wow, what a day. What a day as you're contemplating in your heart. What a day to say, Lord, I need to surrender because I've been running my life into the ground for too long. And, 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 and you need the Lord just to make, that, make you aware of that. And the Lord makes you aware of that. And you, you realize, God, why did I, I, I just kept going the same wrong direction. But today, I'm going to face you. I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid of this kind of death because this kind of death leads to life you coming to get me <laughs> isn't she beautiful <clears throat> the really good thing about it when this is over I get to take her home this is my wife Carolyn amen for those of you that don't know that Today we have with us, please give us your name. Lawanda. Lawanda. Lawanda has been uh, with us. In fact, can we go over there? You're not afraid to come out in the light, are you? <laughs> we'll go right here. Because of the cameras and the people that are watching online, they want to see your beautiful face too. Is that all right? It's all right. So tell us a little bit about uh, your background. I understand that uh, you've had a transplant. Tell me about that. I had a kidney transplant February the 21st of 2022. I waited 10 years um, for my organ. Um, when I got the organ, it was not functioning properly. It was asleep. They call it a sleeping kidney. 
So I still had to do dialysis until the organ um, woke up. So it's awake now, it's functioning and doing what it needs to do. Hallelujah. Amen. And you were in detox last week. And if I'm remembering correctly, you were complaining about a pain. In my side, in the organ, in the, the site, the incision site. All right. So uh, Metro, we took that as a signal that we needed to pray because this organ needed to do right, right? Yes. Okay, so we did pray, we believed God, we laid hands, and tell me what happened. It's working fine, no pain, no discomfort, nothing. Praise God. Can you give the Lord a praise? So, tell me why are you getting baptized today? Have you ever been baptized before? Yes, I got baptized when I first found out I had kidney disease. Um, but I was getting baptized for the wrong reasons. I didn't really understand the complete reason. I was getting baptized because I said, well, if I get baptized, maybe I'll get this kidney or get healed. Um, and I was getting baptized for the wrong reasons. Now I completely understand the reasoning and it's time. It's time to do it the right way for the right reasons. So to me, to you, what is the right reason? To have a better and closer walk with God and to be cleansed of, of everything and, and live my, my life in peace. That's important. Thank you so much. <laughs> Tell us your name. For those of you who are watching, you need to hear this wonderful name. I'm sure they tease you about it uh, all the time, right? But she has a beautiful name. Tell us your name. Shonda. Shonda. Haven't you heard somebody say, Shonda? Yes. Teasing, right? But this is actually a lady's name, a beautiful lady. And tell us about your baptism experience. Have you been baptized before? I have not. Never been baptized. Amazing, huh? Tell me how old you are. 29. 29. Tell me the reason why you didn't, and tell me why today. Honestly, um, I really never thought about it. Like, I never thought about it. And then, I guess when I started thinking about it, I asked my parents, I was like, hey, have I ever been back? Like, maybe I, maybe I thought maybe it happened when I was a baby or something. And they were like, no, you've never been baptized. And I was like, okay, well, I, you know, I just never thought about it okay. before. But um, i making the decision um, because I was delivered. Um, and um, also, you know, this morning, Pumpkin was talking about, you know, how when you're delivered from your, from your sin, you know, God forgives it. He doesn't even remember. Um, but when you're baptized, it's for you. You're leaving it there. You you forgiving yourself, you know. And so, you know, I'm leaving it. I'm, it, I'm and I to have peace in my mind and in my spirit. Wonderful. Give the Lord a praise. Where's Jane? Jane, if you would come. Hi, Dee Dee. Uh, everybody calls you Dee Dee. I call you Dee Dee. Probably been calling you Dee Dee since you were a little child. But tell us your real name. My name is Derica. And um, tell me, were you ever baptized before? I was about 10 years ago after an encounter. 
all right? And what's happened since from 10 years ago till now? Why do you want to be baptized again? Um, to clean up all of the mess that happened from there to now. All of the addiction, abuse, drama. I think those are good descriptions, don't you? <laughs> How many of you can relate? Addictions, drama, and what'd you say? Abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Um, I won't deal with it now, but we might get a chance to come back because that's something that we've never done called, other than an encounter, called those of you who are still hurting because of abuse. But today, you're getting baptized. So what is that going to do? That's going to free me um, from the thoughts, from the actions, um, from myself. When I go in that water today, I've been all week saying it's going to be gone. It's left. It's gone already, but it's definitely left in the water. In the water. Clean the water when we're done. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we'll do that. We'll make sure we do that. <laughs> Can I hold you around your waist? Yeah. Whose waist is bigger than mine or yours? This is one of our youngsters. She don't, she taller than me. How did she get to be a youngster, right? Um, tell me how long you've been at this church. Um, since I was seven. Really? And before this church, where were you? I was in Florida at Metro. His, her, her former pastor is sitting right in the front row. This is uh, Pastor Kenneth Barrington. <laughs> so guess what you got two witnesses isn't that something and um, so tell me why are you getting baptized honestly because for a long time I tried to do it um, just live my life by myself do it myself and I just kept falling in this cycle and I'm just like dang why I keep falling in this cycle you know so honestly after detox, I realized I got a lot of work to do. I got souls to save at school. It's not about me no more. So I got to do the work. I love it. I love it. So at school, where are you going back to? Alabama State University. Alabama State University. Anybody uh, uh, look at sports and that kind of thing um, on uh, YouTube, I guess it would be on? Where could we find you? On ESPN. Oh, ESPN, excuse me, and YouTube. Okay, uh, this chick right here is a star in volleyball. So you need to look at this face and say, I was there when she got baptized. Hallelujah. Thank you and thank all of you. Bishop said to me, I want the women to testify, but I want Jane to testify about her baptism. I don't know why. He just said, Jane needs to tell us about her baptism. This is uh, one of our elders, the guy who came up here and gave that wonderful word, Elder Yule. This is his wife, Jane. And uh, she's helping today with baptism, right? Are you helping? Oh, you're being baptized. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. I didn't remember. I'll put it that way. So you're an elder's wife. My God. So the world would say, well, why is she going back to the water? Okay, so let's answer their question. Why are you going? So um, 
a couple of days ago, um, I was checking with the ladies who went through um, detox about baptism, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, I want you to go through baptism. And uh, I kind of was like, huh? You know, just checking, like, was that me? Or, But I knew it was God. And so um, after a few minutes of just thinking about it, I was also almost about to talk myself out of it, but I knew that God had spoke to me. So I mentioned it to my husband, and he said the Lord had already told him that I was supposed to go. Ain't that something? Live with a prophet, and the prophet already know, but he don't tell you. I mean, right? I guess he wanted me to hear from God, and when I told him, he... Wise man, wise man. Yes, he confirmed. But um, when I went to the detox, there were some things that I went there to deal with, and they were... um, there were a bunch of things. Um, they were the spirit of rebellion, uh, witchcraft, and the occult. Um, I went to deal with the spirit of the Antichrist because God had been showing me these things, and they just had been hovering over my family. Um, the spirit of the Antichrist, um, specifically Freemasonry, um, that had brought to my family uh, infirmity mental illness, a spirit of death. And so my family had been dealing with these things and um, a lot of prayer going on, Bishop Johnson, did not affect these things. And so I think you said or somebody said that you know there is a curse working. And then uh, when we were at the the, um, night we came and you had everybody come and uh, evangelist prophetess Kimberly came to me and she said, the Lord said there is a curse working over your family and um, it's there for a reason. And she said, the Lord said, "You you need to find out why it is there so that it can be broken. So I had gone before the Lord um, the rest of the week and was just praying, and then the Lord said, go into baptism because he is sovereign, and he is going to permanently eradicate these spirits, permanently eradicate them from my family lineage. This is a thing about your generations. There there, uh, was a challenge, uh, my husband and I, picked up in the in the spirit realm a challenge regarding our lineage and so the Lord said that he is dealing with these things he is sovereign and that today those things the spirit of the Antichrist Freemasonry all of its tentacles rebellion those things are being permanently eradicated from my family lineage yes ma'am no wonder So that rang a bell with a few of you, especially that testimony. Now I understand why Bishop wanted that one in particular. And those of you who have had the tentacles of that spirit, it is a real spirit. It's the spirit of the Antichrist. And it has tentacles of infirmity. There's, uh, infirmity can manifest in many different ways. And in her family, she said mental illness, but there were some physical things as well. But those of you who you know you need to break some things in your family, you know what we did? 
We brought some extra clothes and some extra towels just for you. And those of you who say, that needs to be me, I need to go down in that water too and break some things over me and my family. I need you to be bold right now. And there are some ladies over there on the side that can prepare you. Again, we brought extra clothes and extra towels. If you say, I know I need to go, I need you to identify yourself by standing right now. You know that the Lord is dealing with you. You didn't have an answer, but today you got an answer. And you're like, okay, I need to go break this stuff off my me and my family. All right? Thank you for your boldness. Thank you for your boldness. Those of you that are standing and say, yes, I want my life purged of this. I want you to go men on, on my right, women on my left. I want my brother to come. God bless you, my friend. Good to see you. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Sidney Kellen. Um, I shared this last week during the detox, but um, I was delivered from some things uh, during the detox last week, and, and, and for those of you who were here last week, again, I spent the better part of an hour, the, 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 the spirit had gripped me, and I mean, took my breath away, I couldn't move, I was purged of a lot of things, so I really got the, 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 the true understanding of why they call it a detox. Okay. For 38 years, I was a member of the Free and Accepted Masons. I came to this church. I had a few questions. I asked Bishop. I asked Elder Yule. And they kind of directed me to Mark Bird. Mark Bird told me some things and he gave me some documentation this morning and I actually have a formal renunciation form that I'm getting ready to send to my lodge. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I threw all of my, I took my ring off, I took my gold Masonic emblem off and threw them in the trash last weekend at Detox. And then the biggest thing to me is that I borrowed, a song, uh, I borrowed a line from a song called Day by Day that says, to see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, and follow thee more nearly. Well, now when I read the Bible, I have a deeper comprehension or clarity, if you will. And that's what God did for me. In just a few moments, we're, we're, we're going to baptize them. As I said, you have to trust somebody in baptism. You trust yourself to the hands of those that are baptizing you. Then they take you under the water and, and then raise you up. And don't forget that our Lord Jesus, that is the pattern he gave us. 
even for his own life. He said, John baptized me. John, his cousin said, you need to baptize me. He said, no, it's fitting for you to do so so that everything can be fulfilled. In other words, Jesus had to be the full representation for us, the full pattern for us. And so it was, he was baptized. John baptized him. And when he came out of the water, the Bible says the Holy Spirit came and lit upon him. And then they heard a voice from heaven. He says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. We expect the Holy Spirit to come upon those who are baptized today. Will you believe with me? Clap your hands and, and give God praise for that. I think they're going to be ready in just a few months. Are they ready? 